into Gate. This is episode 210. We're talking Stargate Atlantis. The Gate team is here. My name's Mitch. Joining me, the Gibsons, Maddie and Brendan. Yow. G'day, guys. Good day or night, depending on when you may be listening to this. We're here. We're talking Epiphany. Episode 12 of season two of Stargate Atlantis. What I will say before the uh, the synopsis reading, because I am the first time watcher of SGA, it's an interesting watch having... Uh, the Cameron Mitchell designated episode of, of Stargate SG-1 last week, mm. and then this week it's very much a Shepard episode. I'm yeah. like, what, two weeks in a row? Like, what are the what are the chances? Um, well, the, the chances Cist he- white males. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you're getting too many chances if you ask us, right? <laughs> is, is there any other characters in these shows? <laughs> uh, this, this one makes a lot more sense once you read the uh, story and writing credit. Oh, That's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In this one. Okay. Can we get a gay guy in here? <laughs> Please. Jesus Christ. The Atlantis team discovers a portal with ancient carvings and Shepard is accidentally pulled through to the other side. Weir, the thirsty one, discovers that (laughs) Shepard has been transported into a time... She discovers that he's been transported to a time dilation field? Just read it, Just read it. No. Hang on, hang on. Read that again. Weir discovers that Shepard has been transported into a time dilation field. However... She didn't. It was actually McKay, is what it should say. However, a warning is inscribed in the stone. Once the portal is crossed, there is no return. Unless Weir figures out a way. Story by. All right, yeah, story by. Teleplay by Brad Wright, directed by Neil Fernley, but story by Brad Wright and Joel Flanagan. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Read himself a little episode. So I did did actually um, pay enough attention to to the. Guys, guys, hey. Two from two, just like last week. I sat in and watched this episode wow. a week ago. Hey, <laughs> I might make this a regular thing. I don't know. I, I don't know. Wouldn't have thought so. Mate. Mate. <laughs> yeah, you probably would. <laughs> when you actually wrote that, you go, "Hey, we're going to record tonight." You make sure you listen to the episode before then. I'm like, <laughs> I watched it yesterday again. I watched it 24 hours before the podcast, and you just sent back a little gift going. I don't, I, don't, I don't believe it. Yeah, and yeah. it was Neo from the Matrix. I don't believe it. Don't like believe it. falling over, and I'm like, I believe that would have been your uh, yeah. your reaction. But yeah, I did actually was that see Neo, that. Was it? I thought it was uh, Channing Tatum. <laughs> don't I'm, say that. I must get. I need to get my eyes checked. <laughs> Pretty, it, 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 it was Neo. Neo. Yeah. Thank God, oh my God, thank God. Yeah. Uh, of course, He's of course. I, um, <laughs> before we get before we get too far into it, I need to issue an official apology. Mm-hmm. To, Bre- yeah. to Brendan. <laughs> That's all right. So it's fine. We've been waiting. It's all, um, it's all the weird gear, right? We've been waiting yeah, seven finally. years. Here we go. Look, Brendan was right. Brendan was right. She was thirsty in this episode. Oh, Jesus shit. Christ. Brendan knows way more about Stargate than I do. <laughs> do you know fucking. <laughs> Jacob pulled that on me the other day. I was texting with Jacob, friend of the show. He's been on the show. Yeah. He said something. He he sent a gif or a picture or something like that, and I was like, "What episode is that from?" And he tell it was you know it was Nightwalkers or something like that. And I'm like, "Well, of course that doesn't count." And what did he send back to me in air quotes? Jacob knows more about Stargate than I do. <laughs> I was like, "You motherfucker!" That's you uh. Mother- Look, it's time to reveal that will be an exclusive shirt that you can get with Get Into Gate, and it will be a, it will be a create your own. Yeah. It's, it'll be a blank knows more about Stargate than Maddie, and yeah. uh, and you can insert your own name. You can walk around, around with it proudly. So, no, yeah. I get it. The just specifically that bit at the end where she like talks about his beard, and she's like, "Nice beard." And I was yeah. like, "Can't." She shouldn't even have. Been 
She calmed down. I actually I thought she was more tame this week. Really? Yeah, she Compared was a la- little, Last she week was a little, she was like... She didn't even need to be there. No, she really didn't. Rodney, no. <laughs> at all. Rodney reads both Ancient yeah. and mm. Wraith. Mm. Yeah. Why did we have to be the one? I've to been come saying in? this for two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and I got it spoiled for me too because I'm watching it on the DVD, and you know, you click into the episode, and it comes up with the four different chapters. Oh yeah, and the uh, the rotating sort of you know GIF preview of chapter four was we're walking away from the uh, the portal, the doorway, and she walked away from it holding like some kind of instrument, which so I, the, bar- I, the barcode scanner. There you go. Mm. I forgot what it was. Even she thought what she was doing with it. And I'm like, that seems like she's off world. So she can go shopping, right? Immediately asking. (laughs) um, She's been all the shops in Atlanta. It's the the bridal registry. (laughs) Boop. Boop. Uh, Yeah, I'm like, there better be a good explanation as to why she's there. And um, I mean, not really. Look, I get that it's. Time crunch. All hands on deck. Let's get everybody there to help out. All hands on deck. (laughs) But yeah, I I was just like, well, Rodney's already figured it out. Yeah. But why didn't Rodney figure it out earlier in terms of he can read? I'm assuming he can read ancient, given that like he runs Atlantis. Everything's on ancient. Yeah. There. He well, he def he's actually better at, than Daniel Jackson. Soon enough. Well. Um, yeah. I mean, and because that's one of those weird things too, where it's like Carter. Even though he's not, but it's one of those weird things, yeah. Because it's like is. Carter like should know how to read ancient by now, but it's like she kind of doesn't. Yeah. And I'm like, well. You really should. Yeah, McKay can. It's yeah. It's well, they like, needed. They needed. Yeah, they. That's why I always say they jammed Daniel and Sam together with yeah. In McKay. Yeah, it's like, it's like, oh, if it's on a computer screen, Roddy can read it, but if it's a, on a stone tablet, he can't. Yeah, and I f- and I feel like they should have given that ability to Taylor because she's like, I don't know much of ancient. I'm like, mm. but it should be like the she's supposed to be the tilk. She knows Gwauld I mean, or just, ancient or wraith. If you're gonna buy it one back, of them. throw us in the classic line of the oh, it's a very old dialect or something yeah, like yeah. that. You know, modern ancient versus ancient ancient. Yeah. Um, and we has to I bring a book her ancient by Daniel Jackson book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but the amount of times, like, I get that. On Atlantis, we have a lot of laptops connected up to all the, you know, ancient gear. Mm, so yeah. it's translating for us. But I feel like there's been several times where Rodney has looked directly at, like, yeah, that, screen, that screen behind, yeah. you know, operations. That's not good. Um, or, yeah, like, you know, the when they connected up the, the Wraith, you know, devices and stuff like that for the siege and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, I feel like he can read these things. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so it was it was it was weird. It was it was a weird weird <laughs> doctor. Much like last week where I really liked the the technology, this being the, the time dilation like he's just walked on the other side of this portal, but it is a time dilation field, so he is yeah. moving much quicker mm. and uh I'm thinking that's this is this is frightening. Like yeah. it took them a while to figure that out. He's it was pretty the other intense side. that first twenty minutes yeah. was like Far and out. that's that's what like mm. I don't know in hindsight now I'm like how would they have made that a forty minute episode where it was just them trying to figure it out and him on the other side going send me some more goddamn protein bars through and like yeah. you know getting angry and trying to find someone new to piss so he didn't stink the joint out or something but when he left and then all of a sudden he okay he's fighting a creature and he saves the the guy from Cori right yeah yeah we Fallon. Yeah, right. <laughs> Cor- and demons. Yeah, demons. His, oh, his third appearance. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Same guy. Yeah. So yeah, Jimmy Fallon. He saves him, and oh my, he was at like 
imagine like he's sitting in the middle of a field, there's nothing happening around him, and just like the cowering he's doing. That. Mitchell's like, get yeah. the. F- I don't even know what you're scared of, mate, but can suit up, right? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. And then like he wakes up in the village and he's walking. And I'm like, what am I? What is this? Another episode? Like, yeah. I think I paused it to like I don't know, get a drink from the fridge or something. I've come back and it felt like I'd moved on to an entirely new episode. And I'm like, this This feels like it could be its own thing as well. Yeah. Like, he walked through the time dilation field, uh, the portal, maybe got knocked out, woke up, they've rescued him. Like, that could yeah. have been the start of that journey. So The village can get fucked. Yeah, like an yeah, interesting, I, I guess, concept of... It would have been, yeah, good if he was just had to survive by himself. That's what I think. I yeah. think I, I understand, and, like, the... The reason the portal exists is so that people can go there and learn how to ascend. Mm. So I get the connection there. But I just feel like all the village scenes didn't lead to anything. Like what sci-fi, the best kind of sci-fi is it's allegorical. It's what's the moral of the story? Like what's the moral of that story? Like Shepard didn't take away anything from his time there. He basically yeah. spent the whole time telling him, you guys aren't really living. You guys are just yeah. hiding. You guys are pieces of shit. They didn't impart any knowledge onto him, mm. so he didn't learn anything from it. And me as a viewer, I didn't learn anything. Even if Shepard didn't learn anything, I didn't have any little nuggets of wisdom to take away from anyone in that village. So mm. at the end of the day, I'm just like, well, what was the point of the village? You know? And yeah. then and at the end... That's she's, definitely the weaker part of the episode. And then at the end, the chick's just like, oh, well, we've... we've so hold my hand while I ascend and you can ascend with me? Mm. <laughs> sorry, what? So, sorry? Ascension is a sexually transmitted... She waited. <laughs> okay. She waited okay. for him so, tonight. Theory. <laughs> okay. if, you, if you meet a girl and she says, I've been saving myself because I can see the future and I've seen us fuck, yeah. so I know it was worth saving. Let's wouldn't that give you some massive performance anxiety? <laughs> yeah. Just to be like, oh, okay, she... Or do you just be like, well, whatever I do is going to be great. Yeah, like, obviously. Yeah. Obviously I'm crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> Even Like, it's so weird. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty... And then later on she's like, oh, I was with you. Every time you leave the village and go mm. looking for a way out, I was with you. And then the look on his face is like, I hope you weren't with me while I was barbecuing alone earlier. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just Jesus. Um, did, didn't see the rest of the team coming to get him mm. or didn't see in the yeah, in the far future. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like I don't I don't understand. And then what was the point of the the big shimmery predator demon? Yeah, um, I think that, it was their fear or something like that. It was like their that. fear, but then at the Manifested end, into a physical thing. At, at the end, for no reason at all, it grew to be like five stories high. Mm, yeah. And then to defeat it, they all just stood around it. <laughs> yeah, little and, kim- and, kumbaya, holding and hands. And, did they even hold hands? They well, kind of just... I mean, like, it was just like... Almost, they didn't chant. They didn't it was show like, it. Yeah. They didn't really show they it. They all they just kind of stood around it yeah. and looked at it. Yeah. Yeah, it was when you saying that he didn't learn any knowledge because that's what I thought the whole time. They were like, hey, look, this is, you know, like he said, his, his pseudo brother-in-law is just meditating every day. That's all, all you he do. does. All Meditate does. his brains out. <laughs> and and uh, he's not picking up on that way of life just yet. Like he, we see him do it and he's clearly seeing that there's like a, 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 a peace and innocence uh, of it and there's probably some way of life, but... 
it's not the way of life that he thinks they should be. It's not the way that he wants. He wants to get home, but he's thinking that maybe after six months he's stuck there. But then the the beast is back. He's like, look, I'm sick of doing this shit by myself. Like, no, that's not the way. He goes, well, maybe it is the way. Mm. And yeah. I'm like, oh, they're going to meet somewhere in the middle. And then they, did, they didn't need violence to end it, but oh, I, I, they, I felt they also lost. Gave, they also gave him shit because he was like, you're just hiding. And they're yeah. like, we're not hiding. They literally went and hid when it came into the village. <laughs> literally. Yeah. They literally ran inside and hid. And so did that did that thing and then ever... And she knew that he was the one to help them ascend. Yeah. Mm. So it's like, well, wouldn't she be listening to him? Yeah. A little bit more than she was? Mm. Yeah, it was strange. Was I just... Weird. Like, I, I found myself... For the first half, I'm like, okay, what, what did Flanagan... What is this story that he's come up with? Because he's mm. basically just on the other end of the portal, waiting for something to happen. Well, to I him. love that. I love the first half of this episode. Like, yeah, I love All, it. Which I is, would. Pref- I feel like it would be an early SG One episode where it's just the whole episode. If Flanagan is just stuck on the other side, trying to survive, maybe there's yeah. a, you know there could well, just it's, be it's a kind of like when um uh, Carter and O'Neill like in some ways found themselves yeah, um, just in the at, cave. at the second yeah. gate yeah. right. It was like something has went wrong with okay that was the gate this is the portal and the others need to figure it out because we can't do anything yeah. on this side. Okay, they could, but like you know there was there's enough there that it, like that was their story and that was a great episode yeah. of Stargate. Yeah. Yeah. This. The first half was great. I don't know how you double the duration of that story well, and think, make it. Well, well, they ignored a lot of it. So it's like when McKay gets back, Taylor kind of has a great moment where she like comes up with things that mm. McKay wouldn't have thought of. She like, instead of Malp on a stick, she puts watch on a stick and puts it through mm. and figures out the time difference. Yeah. And then also she says, oh, yeah, we sent through uh, some, some rations and some gear and also a note, yeah. which is what McKay said earlier. Yeah. But then Shepard never mentions the note. Yeah. Like three quarters away, who's like, oh, I finally got some more gear, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. That note would have explained what was happening mm. and he never acknowledged. it. I would have it. loved to because you get to the end where he's like, what the hell took you so long? Like, Look, I know it's weird. You've only been gone a couple of hours. He's like, try mm. six months. I'm like, yeah, how how is this the first that you're learning yeah. that time is working differently where you are? Like that could like the fact that McKay got to the back to the ship or whatever and says, ah, oh, Damn it, I meant to leave a note. Oh, well. Yeah. I'm like, no, maybe you... Like, I know that you running back to do that and leave it is costing him probably two weeks. Yeah. But tell her to do that, not well, for her to come up with... Oh, no. Does it? Hmm. So I jumped onto our good friends at conversion.com. They would love this episode, actually. Yeah. <laughs> they would love it and hate it because none of this math checks out. Yeah, yeah. I've, I actually... I just mean for the clicks. I know like people going too, to conversion.com oh, yeah. because of this episode. Yeah, so, but I, I thought that he should be dead by now. Well, that, okay, No, that was, wrong way, wrong way. Mm. So I went I went and checked it out. So it's confirmed that it's a one is to, two, is to 250 ratio. Yeah. Right? So one second for us is four minutes for him. One minute for us is four hours for him. One hour for, for us is 10 days, 10 hours for him. God, they're great people. Six hours for us is 60 days. So that's mm. two months. Yeah. He said he's been there for six months. Yes. That means... It would have had to have been at least eighteen hours mm. on our side, mm. but both Weir and Ronan be like, "You've only been gone a couple of hours," mm. and he says he's been gone six months. Yeah, that math doesn't add up. Yeah, yeah, you think they would at least, if they gave a very specific time, if if most of the episode if she it, didn't the, say if she didn't say that specific line because he there was the mouth on a stick and count to three and it's oh it's several minutes. 
And you're like, yeah, that'll do. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's enough. Because then they double down on it. And then when the team gets through and Beckett is going, oh, I Shrek farty donkey. Oh, <laughs> I want to be back because I've got a date with Cadman tomorrow night. And then McKay's like, oh, well, we've only got 12 years in here then. Yeah. Well, no, that'd be like in um, eight months or something like that. Like, yeah. It, the math does not add up anywhere yeah, in yeah. anything, in any in any of it. Yeah, and if it was right the way they were saying, he should be way older already. Mm. You know, like if it's twelve if it's twelve years is tomorrow night, then that he should have been there for years. Yeah, and- but you get you get the vibe, like the way I think the, it's a it's a first time director, I believe, too, the Neil Fernley guy. Yeah, I never read his name before on the yeah. pod. Yeah. Um and I was listening to the commentary. Oh my god, one of the most boring things ever. <laughs> And I yet, was praying for Giro. He yeah. even says I was praying that, for Shepard. <laughs> he even yeah, says what, later in the how episode. Is that not a thing? Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, so you know, they've been gone a couple of hours. So mm. it's like from the time Rodney left to when he got back, as like as far as the people making the show are concerned, he'd been gone a couple of hours. Mm. Like the only obviously it would have taken some time for like the probe thing to get connected up to the yeah. puddle jumper and all that kind of stuff. And the only time reference we get is when the probe is kind of destroyed, half destroyed or whatever, when it hits the barrier and stuff like that. He said, oh, there's so much telemetry here for me to go through. It'll take me the better part of an hour. So there was at least an hour from when like that probe mm. sort of dropped to mm. you know him going through to locate the ZPM power sources and all that. There was at least an hour. But it's like, obviously we don't know how time passes on outside the barrier because Rodney has that mentions later on. They're like, oh, it must have a day-night cycle, blah, 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 blah. Ronan and Taylor just seemed to have been sitting there for a couple of hours. Yeah. Like, to them it was... Yeah, I feel like, what was the good line, Xena and Conan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah. But the, I feel like it's not. it was against Ronan's character not to go with Shepard. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like even he's like, like McKay left and he's like, this yeah. and he would have yeah, gone in would, after I'm eventually. Yeah. I'm going. Tilk would have followed O'Neill. Tilk yeah, absolutely yeah. would have went through. Tilk did, or did Jack did in um back in season one in Thor's Hammer. Thor's Hammer. Mm. They were both in there together. Yeah, and then Tilk went in a hundred days. Yeah, he went through the Stargate for him. Yeah, that yeah. that was way more dangerous than this. Oh, yeah, well, absolutely. and given that this is this is Momoa's what like. Ninth or eleventh episode or something like that. Yeah. That'd be some great character building to have. Just yeah. Joe, Joe, um, have Shepard and Ronan yeah. stuck on that planet by yeah. themselves. Yeah, maybe like you could still have that. It was um, and Ronan a- showing Shepard how to survive. And well, yeah, shit like that. Mm. Like you know, and well, there's maybe, a wraith in there. Maybe, or he splits off. Like maybe telling stories of of his like giving yeah. R- yeah. telling um, Shepard about you know the things that he did to survive and all that kind of stuff. Mm. You still could have it as. A sanctuary of people to ascend, but it, people, all the people could have ascended long ago. Yeah. yeah, like at the end of this episode, that place is abandoned. No, yeah, reason, they're all gone. anyone can just go in there and and be there. Mm. I didn't understand it. It's why is it a time dilation? Like it's a f-ing cool idea, but what benefit does it have for those people well, to? Well, what ascend? do they say that they could they could learn to ascend very quickly if the wraith were coming, basically? Yeah. And these guys are like, well, you know, not. Not like, hey, so we better learn like, to ascend quickly. But so like, they're they immune can... to culling. Is that it? Yeah. Well, well, if you think about it, the sanctuary hasn't been found for over ten thousand years. Mm. So if you think about it, in the in the ten thousand years since the ancients um, abandoned Atlantis, two hundred what, two hundred fifty thousand? No, 
What's the next one up? 2,500, 2.5 million years have passed inside that sanctuary. Yeah. Okay. In the 10,000 years mm. since. And the Wraith have never found but it. She says centuries ago, not millennia ago. True. Because I read some trivia and someone was like, like Rodney wanted the ZPM at the end. And they were like, no, this needs to stay where it is for other people to follow. And someone put out, it's like, oh, well, the Wraith could just come in there and take that. ZPM then, like, anyone yeah. could come in to take the ZPM. But it's like, well, if the Wraith haven't found it in 10,000 years plus, then I guess it's pretty safe mm. that the Sanctuary's not going to be there. But I look at it as the same way the Asgard did this time dilation field on the replicators, mm. the reverse way around, so that the Asgard had more time to figure out a way to stop the replicators. This is the flip side. It goes faster on the inside so that... Yeah, but it's all relative for them, like... That it doesn't matter what's happening on the outside. Well, it it does. Ten thousand years ago, when the Wraith were taking over the the galaxy, yeah, and I killing see. everybody, you can. That's true. In, you can in come a, up with fast ideas. Yeah, ideas like in, that take you a long time. In what is it? That, uh, that actually would have been way better. Say, like a la, um a tech, sorry, a lab tech from Atlantis ten thousand years ago created it, mm. so you could config, figure out a way to beat the Wraith, but he never came up with it. So yeah. it's been dormant. Whatever. Yeah. Because yeah. then they also kind of retconned Ascension as well in terms of, well, these people also ascended with their clothes. <laughs> yeah. They just, and were like, here, come with us mm. to someone who wasn't quote unquote worthy. And, and what's their backstory? Because, like, we get the idea, right, that that cave, it like, it's been, it's been overgrown. There's nothing happening around the portal, mm. the entrance. So, what, these people uh, have been they like, they were all born there. They're, they've there all been line, born there. Yeah. And what all their elders have ascended at the end of their lives, or, yes. or yeah, yeah, that's what right. she said. Before my mum ascended, she could lift shit up with her right. mind. Right. Oh yeah, I'm that's like, right. What? So, so for like what two point five million or whatever we said years, it's just been like generation after generation of people ascending. Okay. Yeah. yeah fair call. And like, then these are the dregs left over. Yeah. And now there's no one, which is convenient timing as well, because it's like, well. Everybody ascended, yeah. so now the village is empty and that's it. Where mm. it's like, for the last, yeah, 2.5 million years, if my answer is right, mm. they've been leaving descendants and ascending in groups mm. and leaving people behind, but now it's completely gone. Yeah. So, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, really weird one. It's just the, yeah. just the complete sort of change halfway through to become a different episode for, for mm. It's like all of a sudden he had much more to do. And, and yeah, the, the Momoa stuff, I, I found myself really thinking about him during this episode and going back to that line of dialogue that you said he he even on screen points out at one point, like, I need to learn some science shit. When there's science shit going on, I've got mm. nothing to do. And he did have nothing to do. And I'm, you know, he should have gone through. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm and always. It could have been like what the Mayborn and Jack yeah. episode as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when it could be very the much furling, like they go on the furling planet mm. on the moon. Mm. Yeah. Um, to be fair, I guess the episode ended up being very different to what Joe originally pitched. Yeah, right. I found, I found a quote here from Joe. He says, I wrote the story and Brad is, atta- is attacking the screenplay right now. It's called Epiphany. I really had an idea for the man who would be king. It was me and McKay discovering ZPMs and becoming greedy and kind of drunk with power. And I thought that would make for a great episode. And I got the standard reply that I always get when I pitch a story, which is, oh, we did that in SG-1, Joe, episode 157. Haven't you seen it? Because <laughs> he he'd basically pitched that last Mayborn episode. The, right. The, yeah, it's the good king, to be king. Good mm. to be king. And I feel like reading that, not to spoil anything for Mitch, but there's an episode in maybe season three or four called The Game, 
which kind of sounds a little bit like yeah. that pitch as well. Yeah, right. Yeah. Of, yeah, McKay and... Um, yeah, I was just McKay thinking that when you were describing that. And mm. Shepard getting drunk with power and, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that whole time dilation thing, Ronan should have gone in there and... But I just... That whole part of it I love. Oh, yeah. And every time first... you put a column... An ancient column there I'm like Oh here we go Yeah It's gonna be good <laughs> And yeah Just like the way That McKay Just sold the Yes The, 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 the yeah. frantic nature Of we have to move That's what like, I I love that we dialogue don't, Yeah when early on When he's like Before he gets back And he's like It could be years It could be yeah. years already We don't know yeah. Like, yeah And the way he like Has to spell it And he's like You know Days equal months Months equals years Years equals decades It's like Yeah The, longer the more I'm take, explaining it's... it to you The longer mm-hmm. it's taking He could yeah. have died by old age And yeah. that's when we're like Oh shit! Yeah, well, if you look at um, two weeks in a row of where he's went missing, like how how is she still functioning at the end <laughs> of this episode? <laughs> well, imagine if it was the other way around. Yeah, because if she's in there, it's like one hour for. Uh, oh god, she would have nagged those villagers to death. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so it's like one hour outside is ten days, ten hours inside. So imagine mm. if it was the other way around, and like Flanagan's like away from Weir for an hour, and for her it's oh, been yeah. ten days. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like comparing certain things to SG One, I I thought for the first twenty minutes when it was just him stuck on the other side, and we were more focused mm. on McKay trying to explain the time dilation and, and the danger of leaving him in there, like Brennan was just saying, that it was going to not quite the reaches, but be in the realm of. Uh, I don't know if we're spoiling anything for anyone listening along. First time of both shows, but. Uh, a very late episode of SG-1 uh, where, you know, there's a character that ages and... Experiences time differently. Absolutely. And that maybe, like, we would see, kind of like um, O'Neill, we would see Flanagan become an old man, but then maybe mm. finding a way back through or or a gift from the villagers as they ascended, oh, we're going to make you young again or something. But, like, I kind of wanted to sit like the fact that, yeah, the math might have been off or whatever, but I wanted to see him stuck in there mm. for that long. Like, what does that do to a guy? Like, I'm sure next yeah. week we catch up with him and it's like he hasn't been out of action oh, and out of training for six never months. never referenced ever again. Absolutely. Oh, they kind of retcon it, you know, how it's – that's why I say hashtag character development because he's like, oh, when I was in the – the ancient thing for six months. I learned this about really? ascending. Right. I feel like he references a oh. few times that he knows a lot more and about ascending now. Christ, you oh. should too, because I yeah. mean, like, well, here you we almost are. banged an ascended chick last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's from, right. Yeah, from the god, the goddess actually one. banged a pre-ascended chick this <laughs> season. Yeah, and he was meditating and shit. Yeah, mm, he was bored as hell. Oh yeah, of course. Um, yeah, the the only um like aging thing we get in this is that beard of his was real. Yeah, I was going to um, say that that did really well with that kind of... Well, they conveniently timed it. They filmed it over hiatus. Mm. Ah, nice. So they did all the... And they trimmed his beard or something? They, yeah, they filmed it backwards. So they yeah. basically they filmed all his stuff before he got sucked into the portal before hiatus. He grew the beard oh, over okay. hiatus, and then they shot all the scenes in reverse and just trimmed the beard down. All right. Yeah. Um, so that like the last scene that was, was well shot done. first with his... So, I feel yeah. like... Cool. Yeah, it could have been... Six months could have been longer. Yeah, mm. like the the first week or or couple of days, it grew really nicely. And yeah, then it was just, I mean he's it he's stayed. a yeah. he's a <laughs> man as it is. Like, um, so yeah, I feel like you know, he like that when we first see him cut to the cave. I'm like, that's probably what it looks like in the morning, <laughs> like when he wakes up every morning, yeah. which is natural. Yeah, I thought that was really clever the way to do it over like time it and schedule it to do it over hiatus like that, and then film it all backwards. Mm. 
Yeah, I like that shit. Mm. That sort of stuff always reminds me of the story with Castaway with Tom Hanks, and that like they filmed all of his stuff, and then they they uh, you know as him as the guy at the start of the film, and then. Yeah, they, they had a stopped year shooting. Yeah, for like eight months, I think, and he went off yeah. and went on a hardcore diet, lost all that yeah, weight, wow. grew a nice, healthy beard, and grew his hair out, and then came back and uh, and did all the island stuff. Um, that's right. That's when he'd been missing for that. what four or five years or something. Yeah, it's always better when they do. Yeah, it I real. showed the kids that movie too. They yeah. lo- they love that. Yeah, because I'm like, oh. but you got to know who Woody is. Yeah, like, yeah. for real. I'm and still. I'm, like, I'm trying to think of a good. I, I was thinking big. But Big's good, but he's also kind of adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, exactly. there's a chick trying to f- him the whole time yeah. while he's a while he's and a child. And Jack doesn't like kissing stuff at all. Yeah, it's so yeah, funny. Yeah, because yeah. Bella's like, "Oh, this is great," and he's like, Ugh. <laughs> "Puts his head in the pillow." Yeah, <laughs> my kids because my my oldest is the same age as Brennan's boy uh, for those listening and younger, and they're the they're the same. They're just like, oh. Gross. Yeah, it's so mm. gross. And they kind of tolerate it, like Sarah and I. You know, we're affectionate in front of the kids and stuff, um, to a point. This um, is how you were made, kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't you forget it. Uh, we mentioned it vaguely, not vaguely, we mentioned it briefly uh, last week. This is the first episode of Atlantis where no Stargate is seen. The entire episode. The first? The first. Wow. This is the first time we do not see a Stargate at all. Shit. Mm. Yeah, because it'd be a space gate, wouldn't it? You'd assume so. I kind of got that vibe. They flew. I felt like they flew towards the planet. Yeah, or, yeah. Judging by the CGI mm. with the drone on underneath the yeah the puddle jumper. Yeah, that would make sense. Because yeah, weren't they drawn to the planet by McKay detected some kind of energy readings or something yeah. like that? So, but when they flew over the top, they couldn't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> They couldn't say he couldn't sense anything. That's dome, magic dome, <laughs> magic dome. There it is. Yeah, magic but I can't dome. see it on the sensors. But that that was the start of the episode. You could yeah. sense it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not sure what the is going on here. <laughs> yeah, I, something I would have loved to have seen, maybe in like a, a special feature or something like that, is I guess because you two are you know movie buffs, you like to make movies and all that kind of stuff. The monster. Obviously, mm. there was a lot of CGI and all that kind of stuff in there, but. It's a monster in a field against a blue sky and green grass. Mm. So blue screen, green screen, not really going to work. How would you guys have attacked the problem? I think they would have used green screen. Well, they can't because of the grass. Yeah, but the grass is, they have it on top of the grass. Mm, But the monster was painted pink. And that's how they would isolate it. Oh, okay. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, right. To be able to paint it out. Because obviously it was practical on like, it had to be moving grass and all that kind of stuff it was walking through. Mm. So to be able to paint it out, it, yeah. couldn't, it couldn't be green because they would beyond, paint out grass as well. Beyond the couple of shots of like moving grass and things, like you could, I just almost figured like that was almost like just yeah, a, I thought it was a, all a click and drag CGI. sort of over the top. Yeah. 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 No, um, they, um, they painted in pink. Mm, so I, I kind of want to see that alien. Yeah, like just yeah. The pink, just the raw footage of just this big, <laughs> giant seven foot pink alien. Lose all sense of terror when you see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, imagine if, imagine if like you know you're watching Predator and Predator finally decloaks and it's Hello Kitty. Yeah. Like, well, that's... what did I was about to bring that up because what did Predator look like initially? Wasn't it like it was a very lanky looking, gangly sort of creature? It wasn't the oh yeah, and that was I, I think when John Claude Van Damme was supposed to be the Predator. Oh. He was initially the guy in the mask, and he's like, no, 
Not covering up this. The muscles from Brussels, mate. You're kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Get my face out there. Thank you very much. I'm not being beaten by Arnold Schwarzenegger. I want to win. But, yeah, it was a yeah, very I'm different... Gonna, I'm um, going to make a movie where I punch a snake in the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just love all the um, theater, theoretical science bit. Like, when they're in the in the jumper and McKay's like, oh, it looks like it's kind of the dome sunk into the earth, but I don't know if that's because of the time dilation or... Yeah, right. Yeah. Or, and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. It's like got to do with gravity and time. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't like even think about that. thing... Yeah, but he wasn't even sure. It's yeah. Just like a guess. Yeah, well, that's a given that it's so old. It's yeah. like you, you kind of assume, okay, well, that's almost like a natural barrier, mm. you know, like a little crater for the thing. But yeah, yeah you, you don't know. Yeah, you not sure if they built like, it in the crater or... Yeah, caused it, and I like that. Like, obviously, um, Dave Hewitt and and you know whether it be the director or Brad Wright writing it or whatever, but how McKay was portrayed in this, he still had that you know arsehole nature of like I'm smarter than you, mm. but there was such a sense of urgency, and I know that he was an arsehole because he understood that more than anybody else, but it wasn't like he was like oh my god, there's we don't have enough time, but then someone pissed him off enough for him to sit. Okay, fine. I'll sit down and I will explain this to you. And it might cost Shepard about a month, but I don't care because I'm right and let me explain why. Mm. It was it, – he was still him, but by way of going, I don't have time to be as arrogant as what I am n- normally. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But it didn't feel except, like – Except for the, the Conan and Xena like, sure, insult yeah. when it, they're not even in the room. It feels like he's had that. I feel like – He's yeah. had that in the chamber ready yeah. to Probably go. better. In yeah. a way, he, I, I like compared like, to when you know when he was like telling Zelenka, "I'm the smartest in the room." Fuck you guys, yeah. and then he destroyed a whole solar system. <laughs> yeah. That kind of brought him back down to earth a yeah. tiny bit. Also, so that like it tapers his yeah, yeah, ego. Yeah. Jump, jumping universes though, why wouldn't he say Hercules and Xena? Like at least they're in the same cinematic universe. Yeah, like, I guess. Why? So. Although it's, it's funny because then Momoa a few years after yeah. Stargate did go Plays on to play Conan, Conan. Yep. which was fun. Well, it rhymes with Ronan. True. But it's like he knows the only way he's going to get away with saying that is when they're not in the room. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Because they, they are aliens. know what it means. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless they've got a couple of box sets, obviously. <laughs> yeah, true. Get Kevin Sorbo up here. Oh. <laughs> get a load of this. How's Arnie going? I, I, feel, like, I feel like Taylor would watch Zena and go, how is this an insult? Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly, yeah. It's badass. It's hardly, yeah, it's hardly an insult. And it's like that's, maybe that's why he has to do it because if he says it in front mm. of them and has to explain it, it will seem like a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Sick reference, bro. You're the best of references. Everybody says that. Other than that, I do really, every time I put it on, I'm like, oh, I like this episode. Mm. And then the Mm. second half of it kind of lets it down, but the first half was was so good. The village village stuff can go, but all the the stuff at the gateway is... Prime, sick, like it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I owe it a rewatch because I really like that first twenty, and then for the first ten, twelve minutes of the second half, I was like, "Where, where have we been dropped into? Why do yeah. I care? This isn't as mm. much fun as the time dilation uh, stuff." And then for the rest of it, I'm like, "I should have been paying attention because I feel like while we're in a galaxy, you know, it's got so much to do with the ancients, and with the ancients, we're we're obsessed across both shows with Ascension." They've talked about nothing but Ascension for the last 20 minutes. I should have really been focused in on that. So it's almost like I need to go in now, having watched it, knowing where it's going to go, where it's going to take that turn, and appreciate it as much as I can um, from the start of that second half. But, you know, I'm also no Yeah, I don't think they said any any canon stuff. Yeah, right. That I could 
that I got out of it. Yeah. Got out of it. Apart from they can manifest a giant invisible alien mm. if they want to. Yeah. So it was us on all along. <laughs> we oh just my god, realized. I was wrong. <laughs> We're about to head into a pretty strong little um strip of episodes though. I'm really looking forward to it. So like nice. SG one, we've got Ripple Effect, Stronghold, and Ethon, and then Atlantis, we've got Critical Mass. Uh, Grace Under Pressure, well, the tower we can probably skip, uh, but Long Goodbye, which I feel like Brendan's going to hate, but I love that episode. <laughs> so, yeah, there's I a... can't remember them by title as much as it can oh, with okay. SG-1. And then have you having said that, you listing those SG-1 episodes, that just mm. shows me how little I've watched seasons 9 and 10 or how long it's been because you said those three episodes and none of them... Mean R- ripple, anything to ripple me. effect ripple could effect be, could very... be one of the best of the season. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's and I think it's up there. Grace under pressure is probably the best, one of the best of this season. Better than yeah. just yeah. Grace in episode. <laughs> <laughs> Much better. Uh, Much Grace, better. Grace walked, so Grace under pressure could run. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. No, ripple effect was the episode that I referenced back when we had that heated discussion about 2010 and all that stuff, the alternate realities versus alternate timelines and stuff like mm. that. I was like, just wait until Ripple Effect and you'll all see. <laughs> I just spat straight over there. If it would have hit me, mm. I would have let you know. Yeah, I like <laughs> I like Ripple Effect, but I have a few issues with it. Mm. But we'll get to that. Get the whiteboard out. <laughs> yeah, oh, good. God, yeah. God, Any excuse. Yeah. Any excuse to get a whiteboard out mm. and, and actually have a conversation in person because, yeah, when that really did heat Touch up. Touch me, Mitchell. Touch me. Why? Because we're in person. Oh, yeah, thank you, go. thank we're you. It's a weird way for us to touch. I sort of gave yeah. you the top of my hand, and you sort of put your mm. finger in between my knuckles, and it was like, "This is strange." Yeah. You know, I did. <laughs> oh, it wasn't an accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's episode two hundred and ten of Get Into Gates Epiphany. In Don't be late. So next week is Ripple Effects SG One. Uh, yeah. Nice. And uh, we'll cover all that and more in episode 211. If you're new to the show somehow and you've joined us for Epiphany, well, we've got plenty more where that came from. Just find all previous 209 episodes plus specials. Also, why was this the first episode? (laughs) Why? If you're listening now and this is the first time. Yeah. Well, because they just opened the app and that's the first one on top, mate. Yeah. You know, people. I don't might... know if, if I'm listening. If I'm listening to like a rewatch podcast, yeah, but I'm going to one of my favorite episodes. See what they say about my. Favorite I think you said they go first. to the start. I'm like 210s a lot. But... Oh no, no, no! If it's, if yeah. it's a podcast I've never heard before, but yeah, it's you go to. I'm, like, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go to a good episode and then see. Yeah, what you they get say a window and... of opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we've yeah. given ourselves the time loop. <laughs> I might piss a few people off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can, you can do something like Pissed that. Piss me off the first re-listen, and I did it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like in hindsight we should have had Reese going. Didn't we just do that? Yeah. Like have a voiceover. <laughs> uh, we hey, still look, can. Yeah, we can still re-edit that in. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. Not like I've not done that before. Yeah. And you'll never know. Yeah. Because our editing is seamless. Obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh, hit us up on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, slide into our DMs, get into Gate, a Stargate mm. podcast. Or oh, I've just had an apostrophe. <laughs> Lightning has just struck my brain. Join the Patreon. Absolutely. And also, thanks for all the people jumping on the YouTubes mm-hmm. and mm. subscribing to the Get Into Gate YouTube channel. We're on our way to up to 1,000. Um, currently at 
6.52 as we record, so please yeah. Once, if jump we, on. If we get to 1,000 on YouTube, that's when we'll start to get into Gate Red Tube. Is mm. that... Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's, it's building blocks at I the mean, moment. that's basically Patreon. <laughs> Only yeah. fans. Yeah. Nudity. Yeah. I mean, as of, you know, last week... I'm starting to dress really well just for Patreon. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm wearing a suit right now. Like that's how I'm doing the podcast from now. Yeah. And like, it, why do you think I wanted to touch you? It's an audio medium, but I mean, I'm 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 willing to to dress well to well, feel started, good. You know? We started. We got some cameras in the studios now. Yep. So yeah. Start popping that on Patreon. You can see. Um, I'm not joking. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to get out of these pants. They're a little bit too yeah. tight. You know, I've had a big summer. If you know, oh, I, can't I, can't wait I can't wait either. <laughs> Once again, get to a thousand subscribers. You could have taken them off at the start of the podcast. We've been fine. <laughs> hey, take off your bra if you'd like. Uh. <laughs> get into geek. Uh, eh, fuck that all day. We've said everything we need to say, don't we? I think so. I yeah. want you to leave that bit in. Fuck <laughs> 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 okay, that'll, that'll do. do. We'll come back. Pat will be post credit. <laughs>